Welcome back to the Evening Tea. I'm your host, Zach Bear. With me today, I have Dick Oder again. Dick Oder round two. What's happening? How we doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. And as always, Corbin. What's up, Corbin? Not much. (laughs) Back for the second time this week. (laughs) So what's going on? What's new? Not a whole lot. What's new with you? You just got your tonsils out. Yeah, I got my tonsils out. It's the worst thing ever. It's just as bad as everybody says it was. So, But at least you get ice cream after. Yeah, you get ice cream after, but you, it's not like you can enjoy it because it hurts so fucking bad. But the the cold is supposed to make it not hurt so bad. Yeah, that's what the, that's what the drugs are for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you it, don't even have that, that good of drugs, though. So yeah, let's be honest. I mean, I don't know... You probably know better than I know about the drugs, but well, I worked for shots a, fired. I worked for a specialist <laughs> office, so I worked for pain management. So yeah, oh, you did? I, I know. When did you do that? When? Yeah, that was the job I got fired from. Oh shit! <laughs> oh. Yeah, so. so that's how you got fired. You're on the podcast talking about all the kind of drugs you'd no, no you'd throw in your pockets before you walk out, huh? No, <laughs> I got fired because they tried saying that I released PHI, which I didn't. So what's PHI? Protected health information. Oh. So Fuckers. they can go suck a fat dick. They can go fucking protect my health information. <laughs> bitches. They do. <laughs> but yeah, so it's uh, right now it's not worth it. You think like it would help you? In the long run, it's probably going to be worth it. But right now it just sucks dick. So why'd it you have is. to get them out? Were they inflamed? They get inflamed like... Were you having issues though with yours? Um, It wasn't... It was it wasn't like drastic issues, but it was enough to make me want to get them out, so I didn't have to worry about them anymore. Just kind of bite the bullet for two, three weeks it takes to recover, and then. So what, um, were you, what issues were you having? I've never had my tonsils out, so I don't. So, know. one of the issues I had was they get inflamed like multiple times a year. I had strep like probably four times a year when I was a kid. So and that is in your tonsils, and now now that I'm older, I don't get strep, but they just would get inflamed and hurt and you know it'd be like a really bad sore throat for a week and then it would go away but are um, you sure that wasn't from sucking dick too much oh come on man <laughs> you're trying to what did david call it last time the conversion oh yeah <laughs> zach's, zach's gay conversion podcast conversion, conversion podcast. therapy conversion therapy that's what he called it uh no no so um that might be a side effect. Anyway, that <laughs> might be a side effect. But the other, the other reason was tonsil stones. Do you know what those are? Yeah, they're like pussy white stuff. Yeah, they're like little. So what it is is when your tonsils get inflamed and like just get infected, it leaves little. It it fills up with like pus and stuff like that. And when all the pus leaves, the infection goes away. It leaves that little crack or crease or whatever in your tonsil. So what happens is food and other debris. Debris. Debris mm-hmm. gets in your tonsils, gets stuck in there, basically just rots in your mouth, and it just smells and tastes disgusting. And then it like starts to calcify, and it's just yeah, nasty. that's gross. Yeah, so that those were really bad in my in my tonsils. I had them like everywhere. the The surgeon said he had like said that I had like the most tonsil stones he's ever seen, which uh, I don't think that's true, but I'm sure he's seen some pretty nasty shit. But I had a lot. Did they show you? No. I'd have been like, let me see that. I, t- I wanted them to record it. They made me sign a waiver before I got my surgery. They're like, hey, uh, you got to be okay with us recording this for medical purposes. I was like, well, shit, send me a copy. I'm down to watch it. 
See what you did to my throat? I'd be like, I'll sign it if you fucking send me the copy. Yeah. You see him zip up his pants in the video. (laughs) 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 That's why it hurts so bad. But yeah, it hasn't been that bad. It kind of reminds me of uh, the Seinfeld episode where Jerry goes to the dentist and he wakes up from coming out of the drugs and his shirt's untucked. He's like, I don't remember if I had it untucked or tucked when I went in. Yeah. What do you do? Do you tuck or tuck? Sometimes I tuck. Sometimes I don't tuck. <laughs> that show always had me cracking up. I love Seinfeld. Did you ever see that one where fucking George eats the cannoli off the top of the garbage? Mm. <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite episodes. Well, that was a trash cannoli. <laughs> I am out of the loop on this one. Oh, so. you don't watch Seinfeld? No. Oh, you're gay. I don't think I've ever seen. Can't believe you. So Corbin. Good. What kind of friends do you have? Like half the episodes could be solved with a cell phone today, though. <laughs> Seriously, they're all like late 80s, early 90s problems that don't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like, uh, I like Family Guy, though. Family Guy's a good show. Family Guy is a good show. Yep. It is a good show. Although I think the only reason why I like it is because of Stewie and Brian. <laughs> and sometimes Peter. Meg. Well, I like Shut the, up, Meg. I li- <laughs> Shut up, Meg. <laughs> I like that they fucking make fun of her all the time. She's Megan. Oh, hey, Meg. Megan. Proud of you. Jesus, Megan. <laughs> but no, and then I also like American Dad, too. Isn't it? By uh, same Seth person, Farland. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, yeah. Same writers, too. I the think. Alien is my favorite. Roger. I have Roger. friends that I have friends that always used to tell me, "You remind me of that fucking alien off of uh, American Dad, off the uh, the American Boy, the American Boy." So yeah, so tell me about your uh, your new job, what you're doing there. I work at a staffing agency now. Don't get yourself fired now, but just tell me. Oh no, <laughs> no, no! My my, uh, I work directly for the CEO. Oh no shit! And the COO. And the office manager. So I'm the assistant office manager there. Assistant to the office manager. Assistant to the office manager. I'm the assistant office manager. I have business cards to prove it. Does it say assistant office manager? Okay. Sure does. You you should take a pen and write two in between every (laughs) assistant to the office manager. Because they sent them to you wrong. (laughs) No, I actually love it a lot. I actually like it a lot. It's different because, I mean... The I mean I've I've done call center jobs a lot. So this isn't a call center. No, so it's it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of weird after being in a call center environment for so long that me not being on the phone constantly while I'm at work is it's kind of I feel weird. I feel different. It's refreshing almost. Well, it kind of feels. I always I was like I was telling them I was like I feel like I'm not doing anything, but I am. (laughs) Because <laughs> you're not constantly taking calls. I never worked at a call center, so I don't, I don't know what it's like. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I know about them because you're just call after call. Were you, have you done inbound and outbound or what calls? Mm-hmm. So you done both. So yeah, I, I when I lived in Colorado, I worked for, um, can't remember the name of the company, but basically it was a company that they called out to do surveys. You know those annoying people yeah. that call you and they're like, you want to do that a prick. survey and blah blah. Yeah. I did that. I've done out. I didn't really do outbound a whole lot, but that was one of them. But a lot of my jobs have been inbound. Like when I worked at where Corbin works, I was all inbound. Those are inbound. So you're, so. But that well, was only for several. That was only. Okay, so I started in April or May. Yeah, April of 2016. 
and I, I was only doing inbound calls until October of that year. Because yeah. I moved over to a client team, which was nothing but outbound calls. Mm. I bet inbound would be way better, though, because people aren't pissed off. And well, it was different annoyed. for the outbound that I've normally done, like the, the whole survey thing. Yeah. is because I was calling people that weren't expecting it. So me doing what the client side did was these people were angry. They were super angry, and they... They were basically expecting a call from somebody. Oh, so this is so this this when you switched over, it was worse because you were people were expecting a call and they were pissed off at you. So you oh yeah, like, I was dealing with angry people. You all had the to time. fucking gear up. You're like, all right. It was fucking... angry people, legit eight hours a day is all I dealt. I don't know though. They're not always angry because a lot of times, a lot of times they get angry at the first person they talk to, and then the second person they kind of calm down with. Yeah, that's 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 true. I mean, a lot of mine weren't. They weren't angry at me. They were angry at the whole situation that was going on. Yeah. Because a lot of it had to deal with their funding accounts. And so sometimes, I mean, it was just, it was, it was different. Like they, I had a lot of people that when I actually left there, um, got super mad that I was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> they actually gave my work to some people and I had heard that they weren't too happy that I was gone. What your customers or yeah, yeah. all my people that I had because we we dealt with the same people huh. until the issue was resolved. Gotcha. So it's not like they were speaking to different clients. It's not like they were speaking to Zach and then Corbin and then Mandy and then yeah, it was just you the whole time. Mm-hmm. So they until had their issue was resolved, what the fuck was going on with their shit? Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. So, but yeah, I mean, it's different. I mean, I like what I do now. On Monday, I'm actually going to be going out and um, finding. Not finding. We already have some clients lined up, some potential clients. So now on Monday, we're going to go out into the field and get those possible clients signed up. Oh, fuck yeah. So, yeah. It's been uh, it's been a good experience. Fuck yeah. The growth. I mean, I've only been there for what now? I think... Three weeks, maybe? my second payday. Yeah, so about three weeks. Didn't you say it's... Uh... And she said it's like a small company too. It's growing mm-hmm. quick. So I mean, you should buy some stock. Is it public? Not yet. No. I was say buy stock because when you explode, fucking cash money. Yeah. We haven't gotten that far yet. But when we do, <laughs> today they handed me my paycheck and I was like, um, there's a couple zeros missing off of this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bitches. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But no, they're pretty cool. They're pretty laid back. The CEO is pretty is he's he's legit the shit. Like he I mean, I didn't even get drug tested. <laughs> would you pass or fail that drug test? I would fail. <laughs> <laughs> for only for a marijuana though. But Yeah, that's I think it's stupid that marijuana still people actually care about it. I know. I think it's I think soon it's not gonna be a thing anymore. People don't care about it anymore. So well, I don't, I don't know. know. This is Utah. It's already starting to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, I've had, I gotten pulled over one time. Dude. Okay. I want to tell you guys the story. I think Corbin knows the story. So I was, I was supposed to go driving UPS and um, I was waiting to go driving. I was, I wasn't 21 yet. And you have to be 21 to drive UPS. Yeah. You have to be 21 to drive for the federal, federal insurance coverage and stuff like that. And your DOT. Okay. To get your dude T card stuff. So I'm not sure exactly what it is, but you have to be 21. Anyways, my buddy, I was working in the hub at the time, and my buddy was like, 
Um, he's like, dude, it was a Wednesday night. He's like, dude, it's my birthday. Come bowling with us and we'll, we'll drink and, you know, have a good time. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So I called in and uh, went bowling with him. We rode our bikes to the uh, motorcycles, to the uh, bowling alley. I was going to say like had bicycles. A, yeah, had a couple shots. Just stranger eat. things our way over to the yeah. bowling alley. We fucking threw our helmets on and our <laughs> elbow pads and we rallied over to the... Me and the gang over to the bowling alley. My friend on those spokes on the back. Yeah, my, my buddy Matt was on the handlebars, and uh, his buddy Joe was on the pegs. Now, so we rode our motorcycles over there, went and bowled. You know, had a, I had like probably one drink. I was being I was being his DD. So, uh, but if you drink anything underage, it's a DUI, right? Number one, because it's underage alcohol consumption, and number two, if you blow anything. It's, yeah, it's a DUI. So, anyways, we went to his buddy's house who had a pool table, and we just went there, and we were smoking some pot and fucking drinking. I probably had, like, two beers, you know, but I was stoned. So, anyways, we get in, uh, he's just belligerent, fucking loud, screaming, and, you know, they got the window open because they're just smoking cigarettes out the window downstairs. Anyways, we get ready to go, and, uh, Matt, we, we hang out in the front yard for, like, 15 minutes, and Matt's just fucking yelling, drunk. And uh, so we get in the car and we drive off. So his car, I drove his car over to, to his buddy's house. His car is parked behind a trailer. So I got in the driver's seat, put it in reverse, pulled around the trailer, and I saw like a like two police officers flash their flashlight. It was like a strobe light, you know? And I was like, oh, fuck. Because like, that was like my career wreck because I was trying to go drive in the UPS. I was like, fuck. So... The police officer walks up to the window, and this dumb buck—he's got his fucking—he's got a reds, cracked open in the passenger seat, an open container, sitting there drinking it in his fucking in the passenger seat. So, he, so the police officers roll the window down, or we we roll the window down. We talk to, talk to the police officer to say, "Hey, uh, you guys gonna find a ride or call an Uber? Cause uh, you guys aren't driving anywhere." And Matt just fucking starts going off. Oh, he's fucking good. He's my DD. It's my birthday, but you can get me for an open container. Just starts going. I was like, dude, you better shut the fuck up. I was like, he's like, yeah, yeah. You guys should just pull over because uh, we don't want to. We don't want to send anybody to jail. We don't want to give out any tickets or anything. We just want to make sure you guys are being safe. I was like, yes, sir. Fucking popped it in reverse, backed up, parked it, and then got out of the car. So they, uh, we get out and we start talking. To police officers and they can clearly tell that Matt's just fucked right and he's like 30 uh, I think he turned like 31 and uh I was 20 or 19 you know <laughs> wasn't legal so we're talking to the officers and they're like yeah you know we just want to make sure we figure it probably leaves a better message to just uh you know let you guys go and make sure you let you know the message that what we want to get across is that you need to be safe you need to keep yourself safe and not not only that but if you're getting in the car drunk or under the influence of anything, you know, you're putting other people in danger. And, you know, if you want to put yourself in, in danger and do stupid shit when you're drunk, by all means, but don't do, don't put other people in danger. So, so we're like, all right, I was like, all right, you guys are the coolest fucking, like, I don't know how we landed the two fucking coolest cops in Salt Lake Valley. <laughs> and fucking Matt out of nowhere. All right, I'll admit it. He's underage. And we're, I was like, dude, they're fucking letting us go. Shut your goddamn mouth. What do you need to tell them? What do you need to tell them that for? They're fucking letting us go. So then some of the, the cops are like, oh, 
well, if you guys wanted to go home, we'd have to deal with that too. I was like, nope, nope, thanks, officer. And then, like, as we're going through that, like, little thing, I was like, dude, what? And that's what I, I literally said that right to Matt's face in front of the police officer. It's like, dude, they're letting us off. Shut the fuck up. His buddy's like, yeah, we smoked a little weed too. Fucking. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, who am I hanging out with? These fucking <laughs> idiots. But yeah, they, and the cops were like, oh, we don't really give a shit about weed. So. Long story short, they don't give a fuck. Don't give a I fuck think it depends on the cop, me. though. Well, yeah, it definitely does. But I think as an overall, overall uh, perspective on marijuana, I think it's getting getting better. I think it's wonderful. Oh yeah, I'm all east stoned. I'm all east stoned right now. No, I oh, should be. You, fucking <laughs> <pussy>. <laughs> you like greens, or you like the pens, or do you like dab, or do you like edibles? What do you like? I like edibles. Uh, I think the last time I had an edible was 2015. It was a sucker. Shit. My friend's dad, he makes them. So um, we had this sucker and well, I had already, I was already trashed because we had went to the bar and then we went to another friend's house after the <laughs> bar and I just, I really didn't grasp the concept of edibles <laughs> and so I just ate the whole sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Literally every story I've ever heard about edibles is exactly that way. It's yep. well, I did a little bit, didn't affect me, so I took more and then I got fucked up. Yep. Well every no, I mean story. I I okay, so I didn't I, it wasn't like that for me. Like I knew it would get you fucked up because I've heard it, but I just was already drunk. So instead of taking it slowly and second on the sucker, I just I ate the whole thing. And you just crunched it and just chewed oh, yeah. it and swallowed it. And I was fucked up. Oh yeah. That that night I was just I was gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Same thing with me. I ate a cookie one time. And like I'd eaten the edibles before too. So I was like, oh no, I can handle it or whatever. <laughs> I, I fucking ate a half a cookie. He's like, dude, just eat half. You only need to eat half, I promise. It's like, all right, so eat half of it. So I can, like an hour and a half went by. And I like, was just barely starting to feel. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to eat the whole thing. And then I ate the whole thing. And then like an hour later, I was just fucking, like I was, was hyperventilating. My heart was pounding. I was like, that was the most I did stoned. that with Keith. Yeah, that, I've never been. That's the most stoned I've ever fucking been. And it was, it was scary, man. I was like, am I going to die? I can't call cops. I can't <laughs> tell them I'm fucking going to die because I got weed in my system. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that funny. was me on Keith. <laughs> I, I didn't even know what Keith was. Have you heard this story? Oh, fuck yeah, Keith's the little shit, the little... Crystals. It's the little crystals that comes off the weed. Yeah, well, but after, like, don't you... So you grind, it's, like it's really, in the grinder, right? Yeah, it's at the bottom of the grinder. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. if you collect enough of it over time... Yeah, you just sprinkle it on top. Um, it's you... like pure THC. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. Um, my friend, I was working at JCPenney, and my friend had... Um, she was like, you should come over and come smoke with me, and I'll smoke you out. So me and my other friend, we go over to her house, right? And she's loading up this fucking badass bull in the bong. And she's like, who wants the first hit? And my friend's like, yeah, I'll take it. So he takes a big old fat hit and then gives it to me. I take a hit and then she takes a hit and hands it back to him. And he was like, she was like, oh, just so you know, that that whole bull is Keith. And he immediately spits it out. And I didn't know what it was, so I just kept taking like, hits. I, just kept going. I didn't know what the fuck Keith was. Fuck it, I ain't no bitch. I thought it was a type of weed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just like blue dream. Exactly. 
So, um, yeah, little did I know I'd be super fucked up. And we, she was like, let's go smoke a cigarette. So she goes outside and I, we're standing in the kitchen and he's getting some water and he's looking at me. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fucking high. Like I am so high right now. My feel my heart. Cause I could feel my heart. And he's like, your yeah. heart is not beating fast. And I was like, it is Yeah. like, it's about to come out yeah. my chest. <laughs> yeah, it, to them. It's just like, dun, dun. <laughs> and then to you, it's like. Doo, 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 doo. So he tells her, "Yeah, we can't. We gotta go. He's tripping. He is tripping hardcore." So we literally stood out in her driveway for like forty minutes, and I was just pacing around the car. Yeah. And I was like, "I don't know. We need to call someone." He's like, "Do I need to take you to the yeah. hospital?" I was like, "No, I'll be good." <laughs> I've been I've been that stunned once. That was and it was fucking the worst. Like, don't get me wrong, I love weed, but getting that fucking stoned. It's like see, I can now for me, like I can I can handle um I can handle the leafy products mm. just fine. I can mm. I can smoke a bowl and a half by myself and, and just be totally content with myself because I'll be passed out sleeping. But like when it comes to dabs and shit, like my first time ever having a dab, I felt fucking felt like we were smoking heroin because mm. we didn't have a dab piece. So we had to improvise fucking spoon so no we <laughs> we fucking we took a pen we took apart a pen and then we put it on top of some tin foil and fucking just smoked That's it that funny. way and it's and it's in with dab it was a different experience because it was like as i was inhaling i could already feel myself getting high mm-hmm. and i hadn't even finished my first hit yet yeah. and i was like oh my god i'm stoned already yeah, I was a super lightweight. I could buy a twenty sack and it would last me like it would last me like a month. I'm not even shitting you because I I could smoke. I didn't smoke that often. Like I would smoke probably twice a day, you know. But it would be like before work and after work, and then um, I would take like one or two rips, and I was I was fine, you know. Yeah, that, I'm like that too. So I was like, way lightweight. I could. I it was nice because I saved a lot of money. <laughs> Plus, I didn't like getting so stoned that it like. They didn't give a shit. My boss is in the hub. They don't give a fuck. They know people. I I went in there one time reeking like shit. And my fucking manager, the guy, like the top guy over the entire sort, he walks by me and he goes, I don't know if they can hear that. He sniffed me. But he sniffed me and he and he goes, you have a good night before work? <laughs> and I was like, I just looked at I was fucking still. I was blitzed, dude. And my eyes are all chinky and red. And I just looked at him and I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I just kept sorting boxes, put my head down to kept sorting boxes. And he just laughed and walked away. I don't give a shit. Corbin, how about you? Weed? Plead the fifth. Are you into that? <laughs> his, his mommy listens to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to offend your mother. My mom knows I do. She's like, every time I talk about it, she's like... She gives me this look like she's about to beat me. And I'm like, mom, please, she, quiet. Dude, my mom let me grow a pot plant. We found seeds in one of our sacks one time. And you and your mom? Well, no, me and my buddy. Oh, that would have been funny if it was you and your mom. No, but I went and, <laughs> Sorting through your bag of weed. No, but, we, but we'd smoke in the basement. She didn't care. She's like, smoke. I'd rather you do it here. Like what every responsible enabling parent does. I'd rather you do it here than in the house than go out and do it somewhere else. So... We just smoked in the basement, and we found two seeds. I was like, Mom, check it out. We got some seeds. And she's like, oh, cool. You want to plant them? And I was like, what? That's not what you're supposed to say. She's like, I had a pot plant when I was your age. Go ahead and plant them. I was like, what? Okay. I don't know. I think some parents are different. I think some parents trip over it. My mom, she, she, I don't know. She, 
I mean, I don't know. My mom and I can party sometimes together, but I don't like to, especially if she's drinking. Because my mom's not a fun drunk. <laughs> but, I mean, remember when Spice was out? Remember when that whole oh, Spice yeah. craze was out? So yeah. she thought it was marijuana, and she took she was already fucked up drunk, and she took and that was when we were all smoking the spice because it was legal, and she took like a couple of hits, and she was like the next day she was like I thought I was gonna have to go to the hospital, my heart was mm-hmm. racing, I couldn't stop it, my heart was racing for like eight hours, and she was like I thought it was weed, and I was like Mom I told you what it was, calm down. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember if this was before I, or after I'd ever smoked weed, but one time when we were roaming the streets as little teenage punk hoodlums, we were, uh, this one kid had like a, you know those big Ziploc bags? Like they're, what are they, like a gallon or whatever? You know what I'm talking about? There are gallon ones, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, they had like a... Like the kind you put in the freezer. Yeah, but they're like way bigger than the sandwich bags. Just, anyways, it was the big Ziploc bag, and it was like fucking like halfway full of spice. And we were just smoking it all night, and I was like, I don't fucking feel anything. I don't feel mm. shit. What? It, this is stupid. So I never was, because uh, we, we smoked it all night, and I didn't feel anything. Well, and see, spice was, so, uh, spice is supposedly bad. Wasn't it fucking awful for you, too? Wasn't yeah. it like, way worse than like cigarettes and shit Yeah, like that? It, it had lots of shit in there that was bad for you. Now, weed is just a plant, okay? Yeah, but like they put like extra shit in spice, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, which is why they stopped selling it. Yeah, that shit was trash. That was garbage. Sorry, that's my chair. Oh, sure it is. <laughs> I, I was like, what is that sound? Look at these. These are other names for spice: Black Mamba, Genie, Moon Rocks. Have you ever heard anyone say these? No. Yeah, yeah. I've heard because they they were names of it. So like, you could walk into the smoke shop and be like, "Can I get some of that Black Mamba?" Are oh, they yeah, brands? Uh huh. I think I heard Black Mamba. I never. They were names of the spice. Like you could, you could walk in there and get that. Did you say space rocks? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never heard that one. The, the way they were able to sell it is because they would put on the package, not for human consumption, because they were supposed to be incense. Yeah, it was supposed oh, to be yeah, potpourri. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just like at a at one of them like incredible toy stores, they sell pipes as a paperweight. They don't sell. It's well, a, and yeah, most you're, you're, most you're places, most smoke shops will say that they are. Um, Glass pipe or tobacco like, pipes. Yeah, you, glass you're, tobacco you're, pipes. You're not legally allowed to sell any marijuana paraphernalia. Yeah. So yeah, they just call it tobacco pipes, or they they find ways around it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can sell tobacco pipes. Yeah. It just might look like you know water needs to go in the bottom of it and fucking. <laughs> there's a bowl that needs to be attached. You gotta torch the fucking glass part on the bottom. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since I smoked weed now, though. Well, exit, wait. When's the last time I smoked? I don't remember. I think for me, it's been like a couple of days. Since I got really stoned, though, it's been a long time. But, uh, probably the cruise. Uh, dude, they sent me This last email. cruise? Yeah. Well, that's the only cruise I've ever been on. Oh. Yeah. It was fucking fun. <laughs> yeah, we did a whole podcast on the cruise. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't listen to it, but I heard about oh, it. Oh, thanks for being a listener. I know. You need to fucking listen to the podcast Dude, if you're going to be on here, I bitch. didn't even listen to the one that I was on. It's not like you drive all day for work and can listen to music. Yeah, but, I mean, that's different because I'm in and out of the truck and in yeah, the back of the train. Yeah. 
So while you're at home, not working, you have three yeah. weeks. You have you have podcasts to catch up on. I got two weeks. Yeah, it's just, it's you have start. PTO now for okay. two weeks. So better get on it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Go back and listen to all of them. However, they're easy looking hour, right? Hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last one was two hours, I think. I think we, the longest pretty one we frequently did was two been, and a half. Pretty frequently, we've been going about two hours. Hmm. Yeah. How long was the one with Dakota last time? I think it's like an hour 45. I can find out, but yeah, it was pretty damn long. God. Yeah. Dakota, I didn't know you could talk so much. Shit, I didn't know we could either. Look that up, look that up, Jamie. <laughs> Pull that up, Cobra. Pull that up. Pull that shit up. So, yeah, I had a. Uh, today is uh, Olivia's first birthday, my little girl. She's uh, the cutest little girl ever. And I was, uh, I got her for a little bit today. I went to Kentucky Fried Chicken and I gave her some mac and cheese and I was just, you know, being her daddy and stuff. And some like, <laughs> some little lady, like Hispanic lady, she's got like fucking, she's double, double fisting buckets of chicken. And she's like, hey, can I just say something to you? And I was like, yeah, sure. And she's like, you are just the cutest little daddy ever. She's like, I I just been watching you from over there and just watching you feed her the macaroni and cheese and stuff like that. You're just just so cute. It's nice to see good daddies out there. I was like, oh, thanks. I was like, oh man, yeah, mm-hmm. you good. You know? <laughs> so well, now you're was, all on a high horse. Yeah, now. yeah. I feel like I'm doing something right. Daddy. Super dad. <laughs> yeah, she was. So there was there was. I was sitting on a, in one booth and then there was this little girl and this little boy on the next booth over. And she would she was just super stoked. Olivia was super stoked to see other little kids and she was like sitting there waving at them. And she did this cute little nod, like, and she's only one, so it's like you don't you don't think they're like social like that yet. But she's looking at this little girl, and she goes like this. She she nods, and then she she like she go, <laughs> and she just wave at her, and it was just the cutest fucking thing ever, man. She's gonna be such a little sweet. Your daughter's a little cutie. She's gonna be such a sweet little girl, man. And then when I dropped her off at her mom's today, she was like losing her shit. She's like, no, I don't want to go back. And I was like, yeah, that's right. No, I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that, nah. that felt good too because uh, she's like, fuck you, mom. I want to go with dad. So that felt good. That was, that was exciting. Hey, just just imagine the day when she'll be able to say that herself. And she basically did today. <laughs> she just like, because I handed her to her mom and I started walking away and she just started bawling she's like what and then i went and i went back up the steps and i grabbed her and she was just totally content now she's happy again started clapping and then uh her mom put her arms out to like grab her and she like fucking turned around started crawling up my shoulders she's like no no don't send me back with that beast (laughs) beast yeah how dare you man fuck her You want to talk about baby mama drama? We could do a whole podcast alone. <laughs> Don't get me started. I know. I've heard. I've heard stories about baby, your baby mama, mama drama with Dakota. But it could be the podcast, yeah. <laughs> fucking go down that rabbit hole. Just kidding. I mean, you can if crazy. you want to. But or mm. talk about something else. Wait, I think we talked about it a little bit last time. You, you or the last time it, I saw you. You got into it like right at the end, and you're like, we'll save that for next time. Did we? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, well no. We I, was it? Wait, are you the one? Okay, are you the one that was with the married woman? Or is that somebody she's else? She's married now. Of? I would. I never married her, but she's married now. She got married like three months after the baby was born. Four months. But didn't wasn't she sleeping around on the dude? I don't know. I'm thinking, I might be thinking about somebody else. You might be. I don't know. I don't think it was like she wasn't like. I don't know. They weren't together very long as long as she was sleeping with me, but like she just 
there was overlap. She was doing me and doing him at the same time, but she would admit it. She'd fucking liar. Well, you know there was. Oh, and yeah, I know for sure. I do, and she does, but she won't admit. Oh no, I didn't fuck you. I didn't fuck you since fucking before she was born. Since the, when she got pregnant with you. Yeah, fuck you, whore. <laughs> nah, it sounds she, a little bitter. Oh, dude, I fucking hate her, man. We're getting better, but there's a lot of there's a lot of bad blood. Well, you gotta kind of have to be better because of the kid. Well, yeah, but when she uses the kid to manipulate things and. See, I've never understood that. Like, why? I don't know why bitches do it, man? Why? Why bring? The, why use the kids as as a tool, a weapon? Don't fucking know. She and she like said, "Oh, I could never do that. I would never do that with my kid." What? Well, where the fuck did that go, bitch? <laughs> Y'all about to have a fucking riot? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah. No. See, no, no. Uh, that's now. Just... You think you think you could get over your own personal fucking bad blood with with whoever you know regardless of what it was you know and i got fucking beef with her i i do shit to piss her off and fucking you know just to get under her skin but i don't ever use olivia to do that you know mm-hmm. i just use my knowledge and your brain wit <laughs> and uh oh yeah yeah because she does shit she shouldn't fucking do all the time there's a lot of times i gave her back i gave Olivia back to her i shouldn't have you know like is she like a terrible mom yeah, she's a good mom. I mean, as far as I know, she seems she seems like a good mom. You know, she gets her on a schedule. I mean, she's a she's a good baby. She's a happy baby. She's as far as Olivia's concerned, she's she Olivia's fine. But she's a fucking whack job. Lindsay, let's just say her fucking name. That's yeah. Is she gonna listen to this podcast? I hope you do. <laughs> you'll, you'll send it to her. I fucking send her it. Hey, hey I go. talked about you. Listen, to this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we talked about baby mamas and baby daddies. <laughs> that's funny so is she married now she's married now yeah she's married to another ups driver ups runs deep she's got a type so she fucking does dude she'd do her dad if she could <laughs> man, her dad's a ups driver her she got two brothers that are ups drivers an uncle that's a ups driver so she just has a thing for you the ups drivers now ups drivers man <laughs> <laughs> I delivered my semen like a UPS truck. That's why she got pregnant. <laughs> no, no. So, uh, are yeah, there not- ever times when you look at her and just think, like, I can't believe I had a kid with you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every fucking time I see her. <laughs> Every time I fucking see her name on my phone, fuck, man. Why, why the fuck did I have a kid with her? But don't get me wrong, I wouldn't give my kid back for nothing. But dealing with her. And it's like the hardest thing I've had to do. <laughs> Just like share a kid. Because you love the little baby so much. You know, the baby has And you nothing. still got 17 years of that. You know, we got 17 years, baby. Let's go. No, you got the lifetime of that. You're yeah. all, you're, unless she dies, you're always sharing her. I mean, I mean, really, you don't, really, though. Like, when you, she turns like to, once she turns 17, you don't have to contact the baby mom anymore. Yeah, or and even, even no, when no. she turns like 16, she can start driving herself around. It gets easier. Like I, I know, but you still have to do it because. She's going to talk, like, like Olivia's going to talk about her. You're going to see her at family far, family parties, you know, birthdays, graduation, yeah, wedding. Well, I don't know. By then, it pro- it'll be different, I think. Because at graduation, you know, I'll have to deal with her less. I won't have to give her fucking paychecks. Olivia can go back and forth on her own. I don't have to see Lindsay. 
you know, I don't have to physically like talk to her about stupid shit, you know. So now it just sucks because I have to, I have to go, I have to see her every do fucking time. Do you pay time. child support? Oh fuck yeah, I pay child support. How much do you have to pay? Four fifty. Oh Jesus! And it was five hundred, but it went well. Down. The good thing is, is I think from what I've heard. Is like, let's say she, your daughter was to get a job and start using that money to support herself, that you can have that child support reevaluated. Yeah, but she has to be completely sufficient. Like, I, she, if as long as she's dependent on Dakota and Lindsay, um, he still has to pay child support. You're I'm saying pretty sure. If Olivia gets a job? Yeah. So, like, if your mm. child gets a job and they um, start buying their own clothes, start paying for their own food, mm. stuff like that. Um, you can have it reevaluated in the courts, and they can lower that. that amount. I didn't know that at all. I just send her to. China. I mean, they'll still take they'll still <laughs> they'll still take money out. Send her to China, start making some fucking jackets and shoes <laughs> and shit. Mix me Nikes. Get, yeah, get her a job. So I got to pay less child support. Nah, then she'd be gone forever. But yeah, I didn't know that. But she, what's bullshit is the system totally fucks dads. It just it's just totally depends against. on the lawyer. That you get, well, it's you not, get a good lawyer. It's not necessarily well. I mean, it's true because lawyers, a good lawyer is good at negotiating shit. But. I mean, I had my mom's second husband. Um, they went through a legal battle the whole time. They, my mom was like half the time they were married. Yeah, and he ended up getting a really good attorney here in Salt Lake, but she died like mm. five, six years ago. But yeah, she basically every the courts were in his favor the entire time mm. because of this lawyer, mm. and the the mom their mom was just a real piece of work. So the whole time, and and it was just crazy because after we got after her, their dad got custody of the kids, two of them just ran off back to go be with their mom mom anyways. Yeah, so it was like that was a waste. I mean, yeah. they spent all this money fighting for them, and then and the, then kids do the, what kid, they want the two kids, the two of the kids, run off to go be with their mom, anyways. And their mom was a wacko, or what? Yeah, she was mm. just a real piece of work. And mm. the two smartest kids chose to stay yeah. with the dad, and and that was the thing was the the two kids that had nothing but A's in school. I mean, we're doing like one of them's in the air force now. And the the other one, she, I think, started working at the In-N-Out over in Draper. And, I mean, I think she's like manager status now because she's been there for so long. So, I mean, they were all, mm -hmm, they were all, I mean, not a job hopper, nothing. I mean, the other two were whack jobs. Like mom? Yeah. Hmm. You know, just crazy a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, but, I mean... If you're if you're a stay at home mom, if you're if you're a single woman, I mean, and she's not even single anymore, but she's got, you know, she's she just she got it made right now because she she got a new husband that makes you know essentially double what I make right now. You know, I'll I'll get to what he makes in a couple of years, but right now he makes double what I make. They don't count his income since they're married. They don't count his income towards my child support. They only count her income, and since she can just fucking go there and lay on her back and, you know, earn money that way, and he'll support her, and she doesn't have to work or nothing or put any support towards Olivia herself, she she can just not have a job, say, oh, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom, and the courts are like, okay, well, she doesn't make any income, pay this much, 
and they don't give a fuck about his. They don't care whether they're married or not. But when it comes it's down, not his child, right? But which it, it, which is, it makes it sense. Isn't you get married though. No, no. I mean, it no, kind not. of is. No, it's nope. it's a stepchild, but legally he doesn't have any rights to her. Well, I know, but legally he has to also support because it's a joint bank account. No, yeah, he should. It, it, like he should, but that's the you courts think, don't see it that yeah, way. Yeah, you would think that that's how it would work, but it doesn't work that but way. He, so he, here's why I say it should work that way because um, when you get divorced, if you have a joint bank account and there's no prenup, they split the money because the idea is the woman supports the man, allows him. To right. go work by taking care of stuff at home, to cut expenses, whatever, whatever, so that the man can go make all this money, but it's shared money. Right. But so, when it comes to kids that aren't yours. But it is yours, if you think about it, because he is working for the both of them. So she does the homework, he does the work work, right? It's, if you share the money when it's a divorce, you should share the money when it goes to a kid. That's what I'm saying. Right. But yeah, the, the courts don't look at the it that don't way. Give a fuck. Right. And I'm saying, I'm saying that's stupid because it, it is stupid. It's it his, is. It's his responsibility. Uh, sorry. It's her responsibility to use the, the money to the joint bank account to support her child is what I'm saying. Right. Right. So, which, I mean, that's how, how, why I say the system's fucked mm-hmm. for, for dads because she can go get a new husband that makes a, a good wage and they don't give a fuck. They just count her income because she's, because it's not his kid yet. When it comes down to like the tax laws and shit like that, taxes, she gets to claim them every other year. Well, why should she get to claim them if she doesn't have an income? Claim Olivia if she doesn't have an income, right? Because if she doesn't have an income, she there's nothing to claim. She won't get any tax. I mean, she might get a tax credit, like a return or something. But, I mean, it's, it's a much more beneficial for me to claim her, especially if I'm the only one supporting her, theoretically, since I'm paying her said amount of... Um, child support per month based on her zero income, I should get the tax credit. You think, you know, but yeah, it's, that, that's why I say that's why I say it's fucked up. But you yeah, would man, think you kind of just got to bend over, <laughs> just bend over and accept it. You know, so but yeah, it's it's fucking it's shit. That's so that's one of the things, and then. I've heard, I've talked to a lot of attorneys and they said Utah's getting better at realizing dads are just as capable of caring for a child as moms are because I've talked to like three or four different attorneys and they've all said, well, you know, like if you want it, you should get it. There's no reason you shouldn't. You have a job, you have a house, you know, you know, you're, you, you got, you got money, you know, you can pay your fucking bills. You got a good credit, you know, they said there's no reason you shouldn't. So... But the problem with court, too, is it takes so fucking long. It takes, it's such a long process to do anything in the courts. It's fucking stupid. It is. Oh, but the, but you fucking get a speeding ticket. They're right on it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But the, but the difference is because they're getting money from that. They're getting fines. Yeah. (laughs) They're getting income. I fucking just paid $300 towards my last speeding ticket. Just today. It fucking sucks, man. God, well, how fast are you going? I was going 22 over. So how many is that for you now? In my life or in the last three years? <laughs> in my life, it's probably five. Last I am. Hmm, so for me, when I turned 18, I, that's when I got my license because I failed driver's ed. I passed the road part of driver's ed, but I didn't pass the, the class part. Yeah. Because well, the- I never did the paperwork. Like, who the fuck does paperwork? 
Well, I've seen Zach par- try to parallel park. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. So I ended up getting my license when I was eighteen. I would, like had to go to some private driving school, and then I went to the DMV. We did the road test there, and um, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's all, it's all crazy. How many tickets do you have though? For me, so after I turned eighteen, I think within the first. Six months of my license, I had eight speeding tickets. Oh my Jesus fucking shit! <laughs> what was your insurance? Talk, but, dude? but you drive like a grandpa today. What happened? Oh what no, I don't. Oh yeah, you do. Um, no, I don't. Because it takes about forty minutes to get from my house to Layton, and I get there in twenty. So you do the math. <laughs> oh, fuck. And that's why it's eight speeding tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, well, not now. I think my last speeding ticket was probably like four or five years ago. How old Six are you years now? ago. I'll be 21 no, in no, May. No, 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 no. Don't <laughs> let him fool you. I saw this coming a mile away. How old do you think he is? How do I look? How do you think I am? Ah, fuck, I don't know. Just guess. 28. Close. Close. 30. I'll be 31 next month in gonna, May. I was going to say 30. Yeah, about a year ago, you had a funeral for your youth. <laughs> yeah it was so yeah i mean i've gotten better at finding out where all the cops hide mm-hmm. so i just usually tend to slow down when i get to like a mile away because mm-hmm. they have those lasers now that when can detect a mile away traps it's <laughs> not a trap there's a speed trap a trap needs a bait what's the bait the open road. <laughs> <laughs> the open road is a tr- is the bait. It's a fucking trap. It's a fucking pigs. <laughs> Smell for bacon. You know how, you know how you, you catch a speed trap? Smell for bacon. Very clever. <laughs> Man, fuck you. <laughs> no, but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, so... How many speeding tickets have you had, Corbin? One and Dakota was with me. Yeah, in your entire life. Yep, and it was in November, or October of last year. Yeah, yeah, we're going to win Dover. On our way to Dover, Tooele County, they got me. I was. You're going eighty. See. I think you're probably going the same speed as me. You're going like eighty-seven. I right? was going. I was going faster than that. So I think this. I think this, the uh, speed limit's eighty going out there, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's eighty going out there. I was definitely above ninety. Yeah, maybe you were ninety something. Yeah. Uh, I was probably like ninety-two, ninety-three. He got me for five, I think. Um, I think it was like 95. Yeah, he only they, wrote you for going five yeah, over. Yeah, they, they pretty much only write you for five over. It's like he fucking gave it's me pretty a rare. 22 on my last ticket. I've always been well, so 22 lucky. 22 is pretty excessive. I've always Dude. been so lucky. I think my very first ticket, I was it was a 55 and I was going to 75. And they only got me for going 10 over. I had a friend in high school who uh, um, he was going through a school zone. And, you know, the school zones, you had to go like 15 or however. friend's double. Yeah, it's double, right? But um, the cop was like, I'm going to say that the school zone light wasn't on. So I'm just going to get you for speeding because he was speeding over the regular speed limit. Right. Plus the school limit speed limit. Right. Yeah. So he's like, I'll just say that the light wasn't on. So I won't give you the double fine. Because <laughs> he would have been fucked on that one. How, do you know how fast he was going over? No, but I mean, I mean, the school limit one's usually like 15 or something like that. Yeah. And- I, yeah. You're fine. It's- is nuts. Yeah. yeah no, I can't lie. I lied. My last speeding ticket was last year while I was still working at Willis Towers. 
I was on my way to work, actually. <laughs> and the cop claims he got me. And I didn't even... And he was standing outside of his car. And he... They I didn't have even, radar guns, you know. I didn't even see him until it was too late. And... That was his cop and Wendover, too. Because it was, it was like going over a hill a little bit. Like a tiny bit of a hill. Like mm-hmm. he, so... Um, he caught me, I was going like 80, I think I was going like 19 over, but he only got me for going five over. So he was like, are you in a hurry? He's like, do you know what the speed limit it is? And I was like, well, I thought I was doing the speed limit. I was just going with the flow of traffic. (laughs) You're the only person on the road. Yeah, exactly. The flow of traffic. (laughs) Did you ever see that meme where it shows this Bugatti being pulled over Mm. and it shows the cop and he's like, it's like cop. Do you know why I pulled you over? Bugatti. Because I let you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could smell it. Because <laughs> uh, you could smell it. Yeah, I, I remember like all of my speeding tickets. One, I was fucking around on my phone. And I just, there was a cop driving. That's how dumb I was. I was still in high school. I was fucking driving on Mountain View. And... A cop was in the right lane, and I just passed him in the left lane. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. I slammed on the brakes, and he fucking slammed on his brakes harder. <laughs> Got behind me and said, uh, dude, did you not see me? I was like, no, nah, I didn't see you. He's like, five over. So I had to go pay it. And fucking, I know. notice if you're more, um, like, if you're more cooperative and truthful and white to police dude that they give you more of a break i've never gotten a warning. i'm not white and i've always gotten lesser than what it was usual i've even gotten warnings i've never gotten off on a speeding ticket never like, i've gotten I, off of i tried couple. i'll beat my meat as hard as i can i've never gotten off on it <laughs> i'm just kidding anyways um <laughs> He pulls up next to your jacket. <laughs> Hello, what officer. What can I do for you, officer? It's a fucking woman. <laughs> it's a female officer. Oh, fuck. Then Sexual you go harassment. To jail. Yeah, then you go to jail. Public indecency. Oh, no, yeah, but I've I've tried to talk my way. I mean, I'm not very good at talking, but like I've tried. I've been like, hey, dude, can you just not give me a ticket? And he's like, dude, I've got to give you a ticket. He's like, I've never. People say, oh, I've, I've, got, the, I've got the shits. And they're like, oh, okay, well, then get out of here. You know, I've. Yeah. I was on a ride along with a cop, um, and he said that he decides if he's going to give him a ticket before he steps out of the car. Um, Because he he doesn't try to let them, like, talk him out of it. So basically, on the way out out of the car, he figures out what the situation is, like, like multiple cars on the road, only car. And he decides if he's going to give him a warning based on that. He also looks at their previous record. Because before he steps out, he already has the record pulled up by the by the license plate. Oh, it pulls it up, I think, automatically, I think. Yeah. So bef- he said before he gets out of the car, he already knows if he's, if he's going to give him a warning or not. Hmm. You can talk your way out of a warning, but he's not going to talk your, you're not, you're not talking your way into a warning. So like if you get up there and you're an asshole, he'll give you the ticket. But if you're nice, like... If you start giving if you attitude, decided, if they'll give dis- you ticket. Yeah. Plain and simple. And they'll give it to you the max. Well, that... Yeah, that guy that pulled me over for 22, like, I was way nice. I was like, dude, just kind of, you know, I just... I gotta go get my kid. I'm gonna be late to pick her up. Like I just told him how it was, and he's like, "Uh, well, slow down, twenty-two over." Boom. Like I told him the situation, mm-hmm. and I was way nice. I was like, "Maybe he just didn't like your face, man." But I'm fucking look at me. <laughs> he should like it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's a fucking. I mean, he wasn't a dick, 
But he was, because he gave me a fucking ticket, that piece of shit. I hope you're listening. Officer friendly. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't know. Do you think they have quotas? They no. say they don't. They it's, say it's, they don't. They illegal. do. No, they don't. It's they illegal. They do. They do. The other yeah, day, but how are they I gonna, think dude, yesterday. Dude, the fucking risk. Okay, so you're telling me. They who's going to enforce it, though? What do you mean who's going to enforce if it? They do audits. It's illegal. Who does audits? They they like have the police. Well, the like the state like there's there's like a sheriff's department. There's there's like multiple levels to it. They audit each other, and also um, all it takes is one cop to be like, yeah, we had a quota. Just go report it to someone, and then all of a sudden the whole place is uh, like the the deputies are all fired. They do. The, they don't. They do. It's illegal, and there's so much risk. So so the other morning, right? Okay, listen to this. You you don't ever I I hardly ever see cops or highway patrol on the highway, ever. I mean I see them, but the other morning because you know it's the end of the month, and you know May is coming around the corner next week. I legit saw like nine highway patrols going to work. I've had that is the and best they were example. pulling people over left and right. That is the best example of confirmation bias. Just because it's the end of the month, you think it's the oh, but no. you don't see them throughout the rest of the month like that. That's because confirmation bias. So <laughs> they don't they don't have quotas because they do. The benefit so it, well, the benefit of the quota is that there's more money coming in. However, that money does not go to the police department directly. So there's no benefit to the police department to have a secret quota. Okay. They may not call it a quota. They may call it something different. But why? Why would they have it? Okay, tell me. So why would they have it? higher statistics today. Because, <laughs> I mean, not. otherwise, why would we need them out there? No, that's not true at all. <laughs> that's not, if, if they really wanted to prove a point that we should have more cops, they should actually be inciting violence and creating more crime. Like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Pulling people over doesn't doesn't make people go, oh, look, we need more cops. No one's excited that we're pulling over. So Although many I think people. we do, because when it's snowing outside or raining outside, you'll never see those motherfuckers. But when yeah, it's and nice said, and sunny and warm outside, they're everywhere. No, when there's, when there's <laughs> people snowing. are zooming by you, going ninety in fucking a blizzard, and almost causing accidents. And no, they're just nowhere to be seen. It's like where are you, where are the cops when you really need them? Yeah. Fucking stuff in their face at Krispy Kreme probs. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, had, I've had those days too where I, I see, I don't notice what day of the month it is or, you know, where it falls in the calendar, but I've noticed like some days they'll just, I'll just see fucking cop after cop after cop after cop. I've seen like 10 cops pulling over people one yeah. time, like in one the same day, in like the same hour. It's like insane. So, yeah, I mean, I there, there, there's definitely days they target it. It's not necessarily a quota. Like we need to pull this. Maybe people. that's what they call it. But there's no, no, a there's, targeted yeah. no, quota. There, there, there's, it, def- there's definitely days where he decoded it. Where, where, where they go? <laughs> okay, we're seeing a lot of accidents on this stretch of the road due to too fast. You know, drivers not paying attention. Drivers on their phones. Whatever you want to call it, we're seeing we're having problems on this on this road at this time. So we're gonna go out and patrol it more often. It's the same way that they say we have a lot of crime in this area. We're gonna patrol it more often. Compton. That doesn't mean it's a quota, because if they if they write more tickets, they don't get more stuff. They don't get more officers. They don't get if there's more crime, they get more officers. There's just there's just no there's no realistic reason they would want to write more tickets. Court, and actually they have to go to court every time. <laughs> that, every time they write a ticket, they have to go to court if you contest it. So it's actually more work for them. 
I can. I tried to contest my ticket. You know that you can actually contest it so much to where they'll just drop it. Yeah, well, because it costs more money for them to keep postponing it. Like the courts have to go based by your system, by your schedule. So if you get sick and can't make it to court, they have to reschedule. Mm, not necessarily. Yeah. yeah, and how I found that out was from a cop. <laughs> a cop is the one that told me that. I don't know. I they were like, I "Do you really want to know how to get out of a speeding ticket?" And I was like, "How?" And th- that's what they told me. I don't, I wonder because I I went to court to to contest that. I didn't. I wasn't trying to contest it. I was just going to see if they could do anything for me to like make it lower or nothing or something. But yeah, like Corbin said, I've heard that they like the the officer has to be present in the in the courtroom to to deal with the ticket to deal with the case, you know. But I went to. I went to the courthouse on like a Monday morning and you show up at eight and it's just a courtroom full of fucking hooligans all just that need to be seen before the judge. And it's like a public place. So you can go anytime you want. And, um, like everybody who has a case, they just deal with them one after the other. And it's like, they mm-hmm. start at like nine o'clock and then it just, Oh, that's how court done. runs. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I, they usually try to do all the jail people first. Yeah, yeah. So they did all the people that were rep- had the public rep- representation, and then, but yeah. So I don't know. I didn't get the chance because they they pulled me in the hallway. They're like, "Hey, uh, we can do this for you. We can do a plea in abeyance, and you just pay the fee and then go to traffic school, and then be be clean for six." Plea in abeyance is basically admitting your guilt, right? Right. But so I wonder if I had had I not done that, and I would have just gone before the judge if they would have dropped it, because I doubt the officer was there. That gave you the ticket. Well, what what would have happened is so technically what they do is they give you a court date. Whenever you get speeding ticket, you get a court date. You have to show up at that court date to pay your fine. You can also just pay it online. But you have to show up at that court date to pay your fine. If when they get to your case, you say, um, you know, you say that I'm I, not I, guilty. I, yeah, I well, not necessarily not guilty because it's not like a actual crime like that. But you say, you know, I contest this. Uh, my version is different than the cops' version. Then they could pull like dash cam footage. They could pull. I was driving while state- brown. <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> they could pull a statement. They could use that. They could use that to support the officer's claim. Um, but in most cases, they make the officer come in to give a testimony. And if, if he doesn't want to come in, then they just, just drop, drop it. it. Yeah. And then at that point, I'd be like, and now I want a trial by jury because <laughs> that's my legal right. <laughs> mm, not for that. <laughs> no, nope, Tri- they they can trial by juries for felonies only. They can do it. Nope. Yeah, they can do it. They can do it. I would demand it. I'd be like, <laughs> I want a trial by jury yeah, immediately. I wonder, I wonder. I don't know. Would have saved me three hundred fucking dollars. It's not worth the time, honestly, though. That's why they'll drop it. <laughs> unless, unless it's already your day off. <laughs> Which I have Mondays off all yeah. the time, so that would be would be nice, but. You only yeah, work four days? No, I work Tuesday through Saturday. Oh. But yeah, I mean, that's what I figured. They're like, oh, well, you can do, you can do a community service if you want to pay down some of the, some of the thing. And they, they calculate the community service at $10 an hour. I was like, God, just work overtime because I get paid triple that on overtime. So mm-hmm. instead of doing 15 hours. I remember hours of- when I had to do community service, it's good when you know people. Hmm. Yeah, because I legit just, yeah. just got out of it. I legit just was like, I need to do. I mean, who? I need to do fifteen hours. Has, and they just sign off. Oh yeah. yeah, they just write type of a paper, and they're like, "Yep, he did this many hours. He yeah. did this," and I'm like, "Bet." 
<laughs> I don't got time for community service. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, on the jury trials, so in the case of traffic offenses punishable by fine only and misdemeanor charges uh, in, involving imprisonment for six months or less, trial by jury varies by state to state, but usually it's just a bench trial, which means it's just the it's just the judge there. Um, there's no jury. Um, however, Texas, Vermont, and Virginia provide the defendant the right to the jury in all cases if one is willing to pay the cost of the jury if they lose. So if you wanted to trial by jury for your parking ticket, you could do it. But if you lose, you're paying for the jur- for the jury. Hmm. Which and then you jury. just claim bankruptcy and voila, mm. you don't got to pay. And then you get a trial by jury for <laughs> bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> Jury's not, it wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> they only paying like 12 bucks a day. I got called the jury. So the first day is like 18 bucks and then the other days are like 49. I know. My mom. I thought usually the first day, the first day was, um, I thought usually the first day was like your uh, normal salary. After that, it was like $18 a no. day or something like that. No, it was $18 for the yeah, first day. Yeah, because my mom's husband just had to do jury duty. What day did I go look at the house? That was, when did we do the podcast with Mandy? Tuesday? Mm, Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, so he was supposed to be at jury duty that day, and they didn't send him, but he got paid Monday 18-something, hmm. 18 bucks an hour, Yeah, they or 18 bucks for that day. I was supposed to be on jury duty this week. Yeah, they, so was he. They called me and said, hey, uh, you've been randomly selected, and I was like, hey, um, can I be excused? And they didn't say anything back. So yeah, I, I, I got selected twice and never actually got to the jury. Huh. Um, because they... If they call on me, I'm going to be like, guilty. Cause Already, because <laughs> what they do is they look at he's brown, he's guilty. <laughs> they 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 put together they a pool of people. Guilty. So like I don't know the exact number, but let's say like fifty people. Yeah, that are potential jurors. Right, and then they say you know what dates are you available, what dates you like vacation. You put your dates together, you're not available, and then from there, um, they select the jury when they actually set the trial. And in the case of like a criminal case, they can actually take from a big group of people and trim them down based on who they think may have biases stuff like that. Hmm. Jury, mm-hmm. jury selection is one of the biggest uh, um, or most important things that a, a really expensive lawyer will do for you in a criminal case because they'll make sure they get a jury that's likely to be favorable to you. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. I would love to be on a jury for like a murder trial though. Scranton Strangler. Except you get put, I mean, you get put up in a hotel, but you're like, you're out of commission. You can't talk to anybody at all. You can't even talk about the trial amongst other jurors. Um so like I couldn't even post on social media, dude. You would die if you didn't have Snapchat. <laughs> oh my god, I'd be like low key Snapchatting in my hotel room. <laughs> you, got, you fucking Snapchatting all the paperwork and shit. You're in the courtroom. <laughs> low key, this guy's going to prison. <laughs> yeah. The judge, what? <laughs> but don't say nothing. <laughs> and I think I think it'd be fun, but it just uh, wouldn't be worth it because. Uh, Income and shit like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, if they pay you. I would want like to be a jury, a juror though, on like a high profile case. Yeah, like, like OJ. OJ. Yeah, yeah, like an OJ trial or fucking like something like Ted Bundy kind of status. You know what I mean? Dude, Casey Anthony. Oh, she would have been going to prison. She should have. She should have went to prison. She killed that little girl. I have no idea how she got off. No uh, idea. Me either. And I was watching something on YouTube. Like it was like this big old documentary thing, and it was like a two-part documentary. It was like two hours for each one, so it was like a four-hour thing. And just it literally went from when the little girl went missing to just where she is now. And the parents, I mean, the dad, 
doesn't ever speak to her anymore. The mm-hmm. dad doesn't want nothing to do with his daughter. Um, Casey, well, Casey Anthony's dating now, and she wants more kids. Eh. Could you imagine finding out? She might be married, actually. How do you not? How do you not know? Like that no, no, that's no, no. who knows. it is. He knows. It's but like, could, could you imagine though? I put a baby you, in her. You grow up. <laughs> you grow up, and you find out that your mom most likely murdered your sister. Most likely, your mom murdered well, your little de- si- your older did. sister. Yeah. I mean, she definitely. I mean, who sits there and doesn't report it? And then when when it's fine, when you find out that your daughter is missing. You're in the nightclubs. You're fucking getting drunk, partying. Coming up with fake names for nannies. Yeah, yeah no. lying about lying to the police. There's I mean, they a, found the nanny, whoever it was, and they were like, "She's fake." Uh, well, they found the real person. Yeah, they, they found the she real made name. Up the name. She made up the name, but it was a real person's name, right? Because uh, that yeah. was on that documentary. And then this real woman was like, "I had no idea." Like, dude, that woman was getting death threats. Yeah, yeah, she was getting death threats and everything. And this lady was just Damn. like. I don't even know this person. Like yeah. I, I, I don't even know this who this person is. Yeah. Well, and she had like a she had like a tattoo during the time she's out partying, like you said. She was not reporting it because of that. They actually made a law. It's called Casey's law that requires, eh. um, or sorry, Kaylee's Kaylee's law. Mm-hmm. Kaylee's daughter. Um, it requires mothers to, or any parent to uh, report a missing child within I think twenty four hours. Um, I'll have to look at the exact number. But I'm pretty sure it's within 24 hours because she literally went to like 21 days without reporting that her daughter was missing. Holy shit. She kept she kept lying to her parents and saying that a nanny had her. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Netflix. There's a thing also a documentary on Netflix it's or on Hulu. Netflix? I, don't, I don't know. Have you seen that? There is a documentary on Netflix or Hulu because I watched that one too and it goes into all that. I watched that verdict in and the And she airport. literally, they found her literally like less than a mile away from her parents' home. Yeah, in in a wooded woods. area. Oh, the the girl. It was yeah. The, it was literally in the woods right behind her parents' home. So That's come nuts. on. I mean, That's there's nuts. just there's two. I mean, she did it. Yeah, so she she she's guilty. And Kaylee likely died of uh, uh, asphyxiation. You know, probably yeah. like like strangled her or something. Um, but uh, they can never prove that she did it. There was there was human remains or or the like the scent of human remains in her trunk. Her car was abandoned. Um, they found Kaylee's body, obviously. They found search res- or Google search results for how to kill a child, stuff like that. And they, couldn't, fucking they couldn't prove that she did it because it was on a family computer. They couldn't prove who did it in the family. Um, there, there was a lot of things. Like, they, they couldn't pin it on her because there no, there's no murder weapon. There's no proper timeline. That's how she got off, but it's still ridiculous. I mean, because the thing about a about a uh, criminal trial is it has to be um, without any doubt. But uh, oh, I would have been one of them jurors. Like it's, I'm without a doubt yeah. she killed her. Mm-hmm. She killed this little they probably girl. Paid the jury, the jurors. <laughs> so she was missing for 31 days before she reported her. Have you, have you guys seen? I mean, come on, side? like what? What right woman? What right mother in their right mind? Would go that long and then tell your parents, well, the maid won't give her back. Or fucking the nanny won't give her back. She took her and she won't give her back to me. Her mom is the one. Um, I would, Casey's any, mom's one to report to the police because she kept asking over and over. Where's Kaylee? Where's Kaylee? Where's Kaylee? Eventually, she's like, you've done something with, my, you've done something with my granddaughter. Where is she? I'm calling the cops. And then so she's the one who reported her and said, I think that Casey killed my, do- killed my granddaughter. Hmm. Yeah. And she had called That's the crazy. cops on her daughter's. 
on her daughters on her daughter previously too and the cops have been had been out there so there's already a, a record yeah, yeah. so huh. yeah that that just baffles my mind that yeah, the jury crazy. could find her not guilty i mean that's just and the whole nation was shocked by it by the whole by the whole um verdict yeah you know i mean everybody like Nancy Grace, um, Janine Pirro, all these people who were covering the story at the time, they thought that it was a slam dunk. She was going to prison. That she was going to be con- um, that she was going to be convicted for murder. Yeah. And when it came out, and I mean, just it shocked everybody. How long ago was that now? Two thousand eight. Yeah. Oh fuck. Is when that, all that happened. Where the hell was I in the airport? Me and David were in the airport or something. When that well, story so, broke out? So actually 2008, um, that was when she was indicted. But when was the actual, when was the vert? The vert may have been like 2010. I, I know for sure I was I was with David. Um, oh yeah, two, it was July 2011. We were in the airport on the way to uh, like a TSA competition, yeah. I, think. That, I think. That sounds right. But it was so weird watching that. It was just insane. What were you, what's a TSA competition? Sorry, it's a Technology Student Association geek show. For like school or what? Uh yeah. So we we built a website first for our uh uh school TSA, mm. which is like an organization. And uh so we won state with that and then we went to nationals in Is it a Texas. school board what do they call that when it's like when it's recognized by the school like a program, you know, like chess club. A club. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so we went to nationals in Texas one year, and uh, Nashville the other, and they were both awesome because we stayed at these super super How is Nashville? hotels. I love Nashville. I want to go back though because I was uh, seventeen when I went, so I couldn't go to the bars and see the live music, and that's why you go. They got chicken there. They got chicken there. Nashville hot. I thought it just said they got dick in there. <laughs> no, we were staying at the Gaylord Hotel. <laughs> Dude, this conversion hey. therapy is not going to work on me, bro. Hey, trying. so we should go because I have a friend that lives in Nashville that I need to go see. Man, I so can't. I we can't get plan you a trip. to. I can't get you to plan the next day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I for sure though do want to plan a trip to go see him because we've been talking about it. Like we were talking about it probably a couple of days ago, yeah. and he was like, "You should just come out here," and I was like. I could drive out there. No, fuck that. I could drive to Denver. You can't drive out there. See my friends in Denver for a day and then drive the rest of the 16 hours to Nashville. And yeah, I don't even got to play. We, hey, we wouldn't even have to stay in a hotel. He's got like a four bedroom place. I bet. That conversion therapy. Well, he's very straight. He's like, um, so. <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't have to stay in a hotel. We can share a bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's very Pull straight. Pull the hole. Pull the hole. <laughs> he's who I call my straight husband. Your straight husband? <laughs> That's my straight husband. Did you win your national TSA? Seventh place. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they lost. We went seventh. We took seventh place. We got a medal. Out of how many? <laughs> Thank you very much. Eight? Hundreds. Okay. <laughs> it's a 24 hour drive 26 hours for take i-80 yeah i looked this up the other day i was like god 24 hours fuck that yeah that sounds not fun dude i will fly you will fly too because it's like four hours speaking I of think. flying companion ticket seven days going to la yeah gonna have fun dude i can't drink though 
Yeah. I mean, hopefully my tonsils feel good by then. I didn't really plan it out very well, but hopefully they feel all right and I can drink. Why didn't you plan your tonsillitis surgery for the last week of your PTO? Because the last week of PTO is LA. Duh. Boy. So then you should have made it so that your surgery was... Yeah, see, but I took this week off because it was Livy's birthday. And I figured, oh, I'll just get my surgery then because i had PTA and next week is la or the week after the week after next week's recovery still no, yeah next week's still recovery and then uh and then so it's it's next weekend it shouldn't though. take how long it shouldn't take that long to recover Dude, corbin look people, it up a lot of how long does said, it take to recover from that a lot of people say it's like three weeks and the older you are the harder it is to recover okay how old are you 23 but okay still. dramatica calm down no, but still tonsil recovery time or a tonsillectomy is usually 10 days to two weeks Look at the age. Bitch. To two Bitch. weeks. Yeah, that's, ten, that's 14 days. <laughs> so you should be good. At any age, keep in mind there's an increased risk of bleeding from seven to 10 days. That's bleeding. Are you bleeding in there? I was. I had to go back in for a second surgery. Did I tell you that? Oh my gosh. Let's open up. Let's take a look. Let's re let's resurgery him. He wants to get down your throat. <laughs> let's cut it open and see what makes it He's function. <laughs> trying to read this therapy shit. Still, he's, he's persistent, man. Mine ended up working, Corbin. You better watch your video. <laughs> no, they had to. My my uvula swelled up really big, and it was blocking my airway. So I was having your a hard uvula. Time. Yeah, the little dangly thing in the back of your throat, little punching bag. Is that what it's called? Yeah, your thing that makes you gag. Yeah, so I got no gag reflux now. Conversion therapy. <laughs> no, so that swelled up like super big and it was like like blocking my airway. So I was like tripping balls. I and mean, it probably wasn't as bad as I was making it out to be, but it was still pretty scary because I was like. So you're being dramatic. Yeah, well, but I was trying to breathe and like my thing would go in the back of my throat. So I was like, oh, fuck. So I mean, I never had it swell up like that either. And plus, I was bleeding a lot. So I went in and they're like, yeah, we got to seal that back up. And uh, they tried to do it while I was awake, and uh, that didn't fucking happen because I fucking puked. I puked, so I puked like three times. Just, I mean, not everywhere I had a barf bag, but <sighs> it was just dark red blood because I'd just been swallowing blood all day. He's like, Bleh. so I was like, look, dude, you're not gonna get that thing in the back of my throat to to fucking seal that up. So just take me upstairs, knock me out, and fix it. She was like, okay, um, we might have to cut your uvula off. Are you okay with that? I was like, fucking do it. Did they? I don't need that yeah. shit. What is it used for? Like uh, They cut it off? Like, it's is, just what, extra. Well, I'm thinking, like, what's the downside of getting it off? Nothing, right? Nothing, yeah. Well, the, look it up, Corbin. Well, you can Google it. The uvula is just extra skin left over from when your, your palate seals. That's what Lexi said. And plus, it also helps. Um, what did she say it was? It helps stop shit from getting into your like sinuses like going up your nose so when you speak and swallow your uvula uh, swings back and forth it's suggested that the purpose of your uvula is to essentially baste your throat helping keep it moist and well lubricated also it might not be good that i got it out (laughs) did they take it out though yeah there's a little clit left that's it Ooh, that's less pleasurable yeah less pleasurable that's so weird it look, yeah, it looks all fucked up. The back of my throat's all fucked up. Well, you can look at it if you want after. Gosh, I think I think 
the human body is so inter- it's so entertaining to me. I really want to go see that. What is that? The body museum or something like that? Bodies. Bodies. Yeah, the exhibit. Mm-hmm. Have, yeah, that. I've like been... I was looking at the. I had posted this thing on Facebook and like all, I think we talked about this the last time, last I podcast. I think it was with him, but it showed like what your body is like. It showed all these different pictures of what like your body is like underneath the skin and like yeah. all the blood vessels and stuff that are in your hand is just. And your whole entire body is just yeah. crazy. It's insane. It's like, well, no wonder why you fucking bleed every time you prick yourself. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, flights are like $400 to Nashville. Just saying. Oh, honey. Yeah. I really want to go. I really want to go to um, see Graceland. And Dolly World. <laughs> you got to tell me what both of those are. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Okay. And Graceland is from Elvis Presley. Okay. You can just send some Snapchats to Mandy to make her super jealous. They're in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, they're in Nashville. they're in Tennessee. Nashville. Nashville they actually just did the NFL draft over there. They're still doing it. Yeah, my friend went uh, yesterday, last night. He was like, on my way to the NFL draft. I was like, oh, do you want a cookie or <laughs> a prize? <laughs> a Prius? <laughs> a Prius? You can get there. Something. Get there economically. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I would love to go. I've actually, he sends me Snapchats all the time and it's like, it's so beautifully green over there. Mm-hmm. Um, And I miss that. Like, I miss, like, when you go to the East Coast, it's just green everywhere. This year, Utah is actually pretty green. Well, because we've had like three weeks of rain. <laughs> I've had a lot of water this year, but yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty great here. But I've never so, been to Nashville, so I don't even know. Just sell one of your Gucci bags, your Louis Vuitton bags, or your fucking... And that will fund my entire trip. Yeah. And flights and everything included. Well, I won't have to stay at a hotel, so... There you go. That'll be good. And the good thing is, where he lives, it's like 10 minutes outside of Nashville. So, But it's like it's like in the woods of Nashville. Which costs a living out there. High. Property tax, or not property tax, but... Uh, Real estate price is very high in Nashville. Hmm. Well, he actually works at a place called Hilling Hilling Glade, I think it's called. I have to Google it. But it's like a horse it's a horse ranch. Um and so I I, I don't know. He does something stupid out there, but um that's what he's one of their ranchers out there hmm. at Hill and Glade. Hill and Glade. Oh. Yep. Is what is it? What does it say it is? Hill and Glade. It's a Hope and healing. That's what it is. Farm. For what? For just w- wounded warriors. Animals or? No, it's for like wounded warriors. They... Like people. Wounded warriors. Why they call it a farm? Because it's a ranch. It's a farm with horses on it. So. For... They send veterans out there to go play with horses and it may... helps their PTSD. Mm-hmm. Man, you don't fucking get PTSD from that shit. War. Fuck. Yeah, you do actually. You pussies. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, please don't come kill me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, that's where he works. He works. He does all the. He trains all the horses and does all that stuff. So, Dude. and can you believe I sent, I sent to him for Christmas um, a T-shirt with our bitmojis from Snapchat, and he never even got it. Even though it said it was delivered. UPS probably it fucked UPS. it up. Was it, UPS? it probably Dude. was UPS. Well, FedEx is big in Nashville, aren't they? Isn't FedEx's big hub Nashville? Um, 
I think no. it no, I think it was it was either no, I think it was UPS. Yeah, ours is in ours is in Kentucky. FedEx is Memphis. Tennessee. So pretty close. Yeah, but yeah, I Kentucky. think it was UPS was the tracking from Snapchat. And sure? it was like left at left here, and I was like, Well, it says that it was left here, and he was like, I don't have it. So this friend, have you met him or is this just like a Snapchat friend? Actually, I've known this actually, yeah. I've never met him. But we actually started talking back when I went through basic training, which was back in 2008. And he was still, I think, he, let's see, he's 24 now. So he was like just barely getting into high school. And I was just, he had asked me some questions because I joined like this future soldier program. You're an and, internet predator. And he happened to be on there and he started asking me questions about like the military and like what the process was. So I was like just kind of telling him and I was like it just kind of giving him the scoop about talking to a recruiter and like what they'll tell him and stuff like that. And then we kind of lost contact um, for quite a few years. And then I can't remember when we became Snapchat friends, but... That's how I think we re ended up reconnecting because I, I seen him and I was like, you know, he. Oh, I think it was because of that that uh, Snapchat page called Tatted Military. And I think he did one of the takeovers one day and was on it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how we ended up reconnecting. And I was like, he looks very familiar to me. And then I realized who it was. So like, I was like, oh, God damn. That's my homie. So, Yeah. But I keep trying to get him to come out here because he's coming to Arizona in September. So, oh, he's coming here. Oh, well, he's Arizona. going to Arizona. But I keep telling him he should come up here on part of that. And he goes, "Well, then I'll have to take more time off." And well, we've got a few trips planned. We're going to L.A. We're going to go to a uh, Dodgers game out there. We're going to go, you know, take the the beach, do some <laughs> shit, museums, and then. Uh, me and David were going to San Francisco in um, Oh, you're going home. September. Hmm? Mm-hmm. You know that's home of the gays. I do know that. Nah, I get it. <laughs> I was so, like, why is he going home? He's like, home of the gays. I was like, I get it. It yeah. is home of the gays. It yeah. is pretty yeah, much. Know, but yeah, yeah, San Francisco is one of my favorite cities. I love it. It's, it's so um, expensive there. It is very expensive there, but I just visit. I don't stay. <laughs> Even just visiting is expensive. No, not really. And there's a lot of homeless. You can people. take the. It, there's a lot of there. homeless people. That's true. My uncle lives in San Francisco. Well, he lives south of San Francisco. Did you guys ever see that documentary called The Bridge? No. Look it up. It's on Google or YouTube. But it's basically this this group of people. They actually lied to the state and to the city of San Francisco to get their filming rights there, because they said that they were filming a nature documentary. But what they didn't tell them was that they were filming a documentary of people who jump off the bridge. Mm. And they had actually set it up. They had actually set up cameras and left them there, like set up. And to see how many they can catch. And they actually caught several. I think during the time of filming, they caught uh, four or five people that had actually committed suicide. And throughout the video, throughout the documentary, it'll like it'll it'll like go to a section of where it's recording and you can just see a splash. I walked the Golden Gate Bridge in uh, December, and there's signs posted up all over. There's like phones. It's like suicide hotline phones there that you can use. There's signs all over the place. Like if you need help, call this number. Um, the The fence is not ta- not very tall. Like you could easily scale it. 
I, you could easily jump if you wanted to. It not, doesn't take a lot of effort, but they definitely have signs posted up all over. I think that they should just block it off so that people can't jump. You know what I mean? Put a higher fence or put something. Well, like that's like, on that's on them. I mean, you still need to put a lot of effort into getting over it, but uh, you can't protect everyone. And at that point, I mean, you should just be like. So how long were the cameras set up though? Oh, I think uh, throughout the course of the documentary, it was for like eight months that they were filming for the documentary. So there's only five people in eight months. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot, but. It is a lot, but and you'd think that there'd be more, mm-hmm. but there are people that just, I mean, there have been people that survived, and how tall is Golden Gate Bridge? Uh, I think it's like what two hundred feet or no? I think it it's is, like it's decently tall. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty. It's two hundred forty-five feet hmm. from the water to the yeah. It, there's just a ton of folks that just jump off it. Uh, no, not really. It's it's actually not that popular. Um, an estimated 1,600 people committed suicide there ever from hmm. its construction in 1937 to 2012. Hmm. That's not a lot, really. really isn't. So it's not worth putting the effort That's into. That's why I just told you, like, for, for throughout the eight months, I think they had only recorded four or five people. Hmm. And that's right. a long time for, I mean, because most people nowadays, when they commit suicide, just they fucking just off. take pills or fucking blow their brains out. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. That's the thing. It's, uh, um, if you do all this effort to make it more difficult to jump off the bridge, they'll still do it. And it's, it'll probably make it an even more of a, a, a suicide attraction too. Cause people are like, Oh, they just said you can't kill yourself off. Well, I'm going to go fucking do it. Yeah. When, when we were there, there were signs for, um, near the bridge There were signs like, have you seen this person went missing at the bridge this time? No one knows where he's at. He's been missing for like two weeks. Like, that dude definitely jumped. I'm going to go can... there. I'm going to jump. Dakota. Oh. Do it. <laughs> but yeah, but if, you ever get, if you ever get a moment, just pull that up on YouTube and watch it. Just, just It's called The Bridge, and, and it'll play the full documentary for you on YouTube. Mm. So the highest year for jumpers was, at least recorded, um, was 46. Sorry. Yeah, 46 jumpers in one year. Holy in shit. 2012. Oh, still not that long ago. Other than that, the previous high was 40. Um, it's not very high, really. If you think about it, for a whole year, there's people who jump off tall, tall buildings, people who use pills. Yeah, more people, people use... than that jumped out of the Twin Towers. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Too soon? Uh, that was crazy, though. 30 years. Like, years. seeing all those jumpers when that was going on. Yeah, that was... Where were you guys at when that happened? I was in kindergarten. Yeah, I so I I watched it in the morning um, before school. It was in my parents' bedroom, and they had, a, they had a TV in there, and we'd always go in there and like watch the news in the morning while they're getting ready for work and all that. And uh, I remember the, when they were showing that the first one had gone in, and we thought it was just like a like a random plane, like just missed and hit the you know towers. But um, I think I think we found out the second one hit when we were at school, if you remember right. Yeah, see, I was in math class, and by the time we, and it was like my second hour, and I was in, I think, ninth, eighth or ninth grade, but by the time we turned the TVs on, the first tower had already been struck, and so we started watching the news coverage, and then we seen the second one hit, 
And by the time we went into our history class was my third hour. So we went into that and that's when the the towers were falling. Hmm. And so I don't know, like I see some of the footage now and like some of the news coverage. It was Bush, huh? And it's just crazy like (laughs) to see all that. It's so it's so crazy. It's so emotional. Just not because of like what it was, is because of what happened to all those people. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of I mean, they were just going it. there for work and fucking just get blown up. You know? I mean, it's it crazy. W- it would have been absolutely insane to be in New York or know someone who worked in New York, even if they didn't work at the center, if they worked nearby, um, on that day, because when the towers went down, it disrupted cell service too. Because they had so many news antennas on there. There's so many radio antennas on the top. They had um they had, you know, cell phone antennas. So when the towers went down, cell service was pretty spotty around New York, plus everyone was calling. There were people who didn't know for days if people were still alive. Because you couldn't get in touch with someone, but you didn't necessarily know if they were dead or if you know, they couldn't get to their phone. Yeah, it was it was so crazy. It gets like when you start watching all those and like some of the documentaries that come out that are out about it, it's just like it's it's an emotional thing. Cause I, I remember yeah. watching it. I remember watching it. Yeah. Um like I remember watching Princess Die's funeral. You would. There's Back a, in nineteen whenever the fuck it was, <laughs> she was killed by the Queen. How about yeah. the how about the Notre Dame? Yeah, Notre Dame. That was Whatever. insane. It's uh <laughs> it was bound to happen. The the wood was so old in the forest up in the top of Notre Dame. Um the wood was so old and so dry that any any little spark would catch and spread quickly. What do you think they're gonna do? They just rebuild it. They're gonna rebuild it, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we were talking about that last podcast a couple days ago. Wow. I was because I remember I remember saying that uh, Louis Vuitton and LMVH, I think, um, the next day came out with two hundred million euros to help rebuild Notre Dame. Yeah, they're they're actually getting a lot of those people are getting criticized for it because they're saying like, hmm, where was all those charitable contributions earlier when we asked for it? There were people who were asked to do a lot of charitable contributions for different things um, in the country and always turned them down. And now it's like, oh, a church a church burns and now you're going to give us money? <laughs> Sorry you yeah, don't care about starving are, children. I know. I've seen all those. And I'm just like, people, give it a rest. <laughs> so, by the way, speaking of money, um, so we talked about how, how few people commit suicide at the Golden Gate Bridge, right? But it gets a lot of attention. So in 2008, they um, spent 40 to 50 million dollars. They, they they approved 40 to 50 million dollars to um, put up better signing and create a stainless steel net below the bridge as a suicide deterrent. Um, and now they're spending 211 million dollars to put up netting on the bridge. 211 million. How much? They're going to do it anyway. You could fucking build a wall with that. I'd be like, you know what? Fucking give me a million and I'll put up a net. (laughs) I'll string it myself. (laughs) Right? Fucking, I can get the fucking Mexicans to come do it. (laughs) By the way, the the bridge spanned 365 days of filming. It was a whole year. Um, That's what it was. They shot uh, uh, 23 of the known 24 suicides off the bridge. It was 2004. There were 24 Mm -hmm. suicides that year, at least known, and they caught 23 on camera. That's crazy. Okay, so I was wrong. 
Do but, you, and mean? that was one of the most controversial documentaries too. When it, cause when it came out, cause they had lied. Oh, they, they didn't. Li- oh, they, they lied didn't, to the government. Yeah, they di- they lied to everybody and said that they were filming in nature. They wanted to film the birds or whatever, mm-hmm. fucking over by the bridge, mm-hmm. to get their filming license. Right. And they um, had to pay a bunch of fines and stuff, or what? Oh yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure they got. I'm pretty sure they got the hammer thrown at them mm-hmm. after lying after that thing came out. Mm-hmm. But it was really good and it was really informative and it was really just. Like just to see all that, and like you can literally see people killing themselves yeah. in the in the documentary. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. why it's so controversial, is because you can see literally people taking their own lives. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing they also said um, in this little piece I'm reading about it, it said that uh, there was a guy from from uh, the documentary who wrote an article for the New Yorker. He wrote that survivors often regret their decisions in midair, if not before. And uh, this observation is supported by one survivor of a jump who said, I instantly realized that everything in my life I thought was unfixable was totally fixable, except for having just jumped. Which is, it it, it supports the idea of a net. Because you you jump over, you're like, fuck this. Oh, a net. Cool. I'm better, you know? I wonder, yeah, I wonder if people just had to have that, like, that, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. Well, and in the bridge documentary, it, it really goes based off of one. Uh, person it, it, it talks a lot about one person who actually committed suicide and it just talks about this guy and nobody knowing that he was um contemplating suicide it yeah. talks about you know we didn't know he was sad we didn't know he was depressed we didn't we didn't see any warning yeah. signs i mean he was a happy-go-lucky person he, he i mean he played music I mean, and this was something that we never would have seen. That's weird. That's like, that's what happens a lot of times. It's like the people commit suicide. You don't really see it coming. Um, I have a friend from high school who her husband just, her husband just, uh, I assume committed suicide because the obituary said, if you're contemplating suicide, call this number, which is insane because they seem like the happiest people on earth. Who do I know? Who you don't, you don't know. know. She was a year older than me, so she was already out before you. But it is absolutely insane that... Uh, out of nowhere, someone like like even well, look at Robin Williams. Well, that one makes sense. Comedians are notoriously depressed, but I mean, he never showed any signs of it. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. That's why his whole family was like, "We never knew that he was sad." You know, I mean, no, you never really seen it. What I think is weird, though, how people will, uh, um, like you, you hear about people that have these crazy near-death experiences where they get in a plane crash or get attacked by a tiger or some shit and then they like they completely like do a 180 in their lives first they were like ungrateful for all a bunch of shit all the everything they had you know and then like that happens and it totally changes their outlook on life so i think that kind of goes back to like what corbin was saying people will change their mind in midair like after the jumps it's oh, because fuck. they know that they've done something that they can undo well, yeah. that, that, so that, they're that, thinking that about said. it. Yeah, they're like, thinking about. It. All of a sudden, it's like, oh shit! Yeah, it's like that, I can't reach back up there and grab yeah, <laughs> grab like, anything. Like, this is it. He's like, at that <laughs> point, I realized that everything I've done, all my problems are fixable. The only thing I can't fix is the fact I just jumped. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy. I, I mean, what, I wonder what drives somebody to go that far. Because I mean. It was so crazy. You know what was um um who was it? Alicia, you know Alicia? Yeah. Um she was actually telling us a story. I can't remember if it was her son, 
that asked her. But um, apparently on on YouTube, he had seen um, a video of somebody committing suicide and jumping off of a building. Mm-hmm. And she, Alicia said that all of a sudden one day her son just asked her. And he, I mean, he's like, what? I can't remember how old he's like eight or something like that. Hmm. But he just all of a sudden asked her like, why do people kill themselves? And she looked at him and was like shocked that he was asking this question. She's like, let me get some whiskey before I answer this question. She was like, what do you mean? And she was like, well, and I guess he was like telling her like, well, I just want to know why somebody would jump off of a building because I saw it on this video or something like that. And Mm -hmm. She just was so heartbroken that he was asking her that question and she didn't know how to answer it. Yeah. And so she's, she's like, I just sat there and I tried to answer it the best I could. And all I could say was, well, sometimes, you know, people don't feel like they can do any more in life. And this is the only thing, the only other option for them to do. And she was like, I, I didn't know what to tell him. I can't, I mean, he's already seen it. So mm-hmm. I can't lie to him and say that it's not there, you know. Say it's fake or something. Oh, yeah. It's just a movie. I mean, so she was like, I had to try to explain it to him the best I knew how. And yeah. that was all I could say to him. That's kind of one of those parenting, like, punching the fucking gut. Yeah, dude, that's like, one oh, of the reasons shit. I don't want fucking kids, man. I don't want to answer those kind of questions. Daddy? <laughs> Why is... But yeah, but yeah, something stupid question. I can't. Even but it's one. crazy. Yeah. Like, why does somebody kill themselves? And that's oh, what you. That's fuck. why when you said, I wonder why people do that. I mean, I mean, it's really a thing. I was watching this video one day, and it was basically saying that for suicidal people, it is a goal to them. It's not something that they. It's not something that they give a fuck about. They don't care about what anybody else thinks. To them, it is something that they are going to accomplish, whether anyone else wants them to or not and it starts to become a goal for them yeah. that's, well, that's all they want to do is accomplish that goal that's one of the warning signs is someone who's kind of like depressed someone who's you know always kind of down out of nowhere they're super happy out of nowhere they like they've got to figure it out and that's because they found their way out they've now planned how they're going to do this and they're looking forward to it mm-hmm. that's one of the warning signs mm. oh i've contemplated it so many times I actually tried it once. Yep. Took a bunch of pills. Nice. Turns out you were just in Ibiza. <laughs> no. This was back mm. when I was in, I think, ninth grade or something like that. But And I remember my mom, <laughs> The we were at the hospital and she was, her words were, I didn't even get to finish my soup. Because <laughs> she had just made some clam chowder soup, so that was her. And then you wake up. That was her God response. Fucking damn! It. <laughs> I didn't get to eat my soup. <laughs> well, thanks, mom. Yeah, I'm fine. I didn't even get to finish my soup. So, but now, I mean, it's it's just something when people get depressed, it's something that they think about that there's no other way out. Hmm. I haven't tried it since. Because now I'm just like, mm, you know, I mean, what if it makes a mess? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what if somebody's got to clean me up? I don't want to be in That's pain. The help. <laughs> what if I land in a funky way and somebody sees my butt? <laughs> I mean, you know, there's just so many factors. I mean, now when I do contemplate it, I'm just like, you know, never mind. That's mm. just too much effort. 
<laughs> so, I mean, people just get depressed. Mm-hmm. You know? There's numbers for that. So, if you need, you need help, there's numbers. Pull, go and pull that up. Logic, <laughs> Logic up has up. a song about that. <laughs> 1-800-273-8255. So, anybody out there, if you're feeling sad, 1-800-273-8255. The first, oh, sorry, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Yes. So one more time, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. I need you to press people out there. Go ahead and give that number a call. <laughs> the first article that came up to, and I put that up, was mother of gay Alabama teen who died by suicide hopes his death encourages tolerance. I'm going to kill myself so other people don't hope it encourages intolerance. No tolerance. Oh, okay. Help me kill myself. Not like, not like. Glad my gay son died. Now I hope people fucking hate him more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um. Anyways, I've been wanting to ask you guys this question: Have you guys seen Endgame? I have not yet. I have not. No spoilers. No spoilers. I am going to be seen seeing it? it on Tuesday. I want to see it. I don't have because it's five dollar. Do you, it's five dollar movie I mean, days. So. I'm off all week. Yeah, I don't have tickets yet, so let's get some tickets and go. Yeah, yeah. I, I've talked to every like I've talked to a bunch of people, and I feel like everybody I've talked to has seen it except already. Yeah, yeah. you wow. remember Jordan? You remember Jordan? Varian? Yeah, yeah. Her and uh, Kevin went to go see that today, and she said it's really good. I really want to go see it. Michael, so. Michael said it was like epic, and that's Michael. He didn't finish it though, did he? Lexi didn't finish it. Oh, can you go with her? No, well, it was through Michael's work. Lexi went with him, but oh. she had a doctor's appointment. She had to leave early. Gotcha. <laughs> why do you take? Why do you take someone that's got going to leave it throughout the movie? Free well, movie. Well, Lex, she missed her doctor's appointment the day before, so she had one yesterday that she would that missed. So she had to reschedule it for today. So she mm. was she was clear, and then fucking life happens. You know, fucking life. So don't kill yourself. Okay. So before we restart, before we start this podcast, we were talking about uh, the BYU honor code. Oh yeah. So honor code, obviously, you can't. Okay. So what is the honor code? Okay. Basically, um, you need to hold a high standard for yourself in the university. Uh, For Um, those who don't know who BYU, what BYU is, it's the Mormon Mormon College. (laughs) Um, Brigham Young, their their university. So university, you can't have a beard. Your hair has to be kept. You can't have like long hair. You can't have tattoos. You can't uh, you can't swear. You can't be you can't be basically vi- violating any of the um, the church's standards. Exactly. Uh, no women in men's dorms. No men in women's dorms. All that stuff. So BYU students have been protesting for the past few weeks about uh, the honor code. They want to get the honor code office shut down. They want to re- repeal the honor code. All that. Um, in the end, nothing happened. They didn't change the honor code at all. And one of the funniest things I saw. It was like uh, BYU students. It's like, we need the honor code removed. And it's like, uh, uh, honor code office. Backstage, I'm starting fights off everybody. I've ridiculed everyone on the roster. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. (laughs) The double champ does what the (laughs) he wants. (laughs) <laughs> they're like fuck your protest 
I mean, they can literally do whatever they want. It's a private. It's a private college. Yeah, but if they want to keep their students, if they want to keep the enrollments coming in, they need to keep their students happy too. Well, yeah. Otherwise, that would be shut down. Otherwise, they'll start going to the U, where yeah. it's happening. <laughs> I tell you what, I see some honeys down there because I deliver right next to the U. Right, my wraps right next to the U. Some honeys down there, dude. Yeah. College women. And college men. And college men. <laughs> so they were they were chanting. Um, they were chanting outside the honor code building, outside the honor code office. God forgives me. Why can't you? Uh, <laughs> what, what They're spark? all out there. God forgive me. You, why can't you? Because you get you get kicked out. So like if you if you get caught having premarital sex, you get kicked out of school. So their idea is that. Oh, I don't even want to hear it. I signed into the Grinder app while I was down there for like some kind of like little thing that they were doing, and you would not be, you would be, you probably wouldn't be surprised how many of them little BYU gay boys was fucking on that app. <laughs> BYU Mor- Mormons are the the worst at all the issues in Utah. They're yeah, the, they're it's the they have to be closeted. It's because they're hypocrites. It. They're right. all hypocrites. That's what it is. Fucking Mormons, man. That's how religion works. At least Catholics, they drink and they know they drink. They don't hide it. <laughs> yeah, the, the Mormons, they they act like they're fucking better. They than hide everybody. everything they do behind yeah. closed doors. They don't want yeah. nobody knowing they drink. Yeah. <laughs> At least they Catholics wanna, are like, yeah, we fucking smoke. Priests want, do too. They don't want people knowing they're gay. They don't want people to know when they fucking they sin. Because yeah. if they drink fucking coffee, they're sinners. Goddamn psychos. They're fucking well, it's, it's, weird. It's, it's not a sin dude. actually. That one. Church so it's mouth it's sin. <laughs> So there's, there's the there's the words of uh, there's the word of wisdom, which is not necessarily you can't do these things; it's you shouldn't do these things. Does a finger in a bum count? <laughs> Ask Mandy. <laughs> is Mandy LDS? No, but we you had to have been here you, mm. if you wouldn't listen to the podcasts. No, it wasn't on the podcast actually. But we, we, we oh were, no, that we was, was playing, the game. You, you remember that game, um, faking it, where you have your phones and it's like hold your hand or raise your hand if you have ever done this. Oh yeah. You know? And on one of them, it was like, uh, it was like, write a truth about yourself and write a lie about yourself. And for Mandy, she wrote, uh, uh, I put my finger in a dude's ass to get him off. And uh, everyone picked as a truth. Like, you guys fucking suck. Cause it was her lie. <laughs> <laughs> for her own enjoyment is what it was. That's funny. That was... Everyone's like, that's the truth. <laughs> I was the only one that got the question right, though. I, I forgot what it was. Because the other a- answer was doing meth off her mom's arm. Oh, yeah. That's a story. She did meth off her mom's arm. Her mom is the one that got her into drugs. Is she into drugs right now? No. Oh. No. She ended up having to go to some like home for disturbed teenage kids and whatnot. And then she ended up getting pregnant. And so she stopped all that. Mm-hmm. She hasn't done drugs since. Marvelous. 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 So, yeah, Corbin, what are we at right now? I need a drink. We all need a drink. Yeah. We are at an hour and 45. Oh. Work. About to hit that two hour mark. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you got planned for the rest of this weekend besides fishing? I'm going fishing tomorrow morning and have Olivia's birthday party on Sunday. Going to the Sunday, see some uh, fishes. Sunday, I'm going to go to the aquarium, see some some motherfucking fishes, some motherfucking stingrays, motherfucking jellyfish, motherfucking penguins. I've never actually been to an aquarium. Just come with. 
discounted rate. Aquarium's fun. Twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. Mm-hmm. By the way, I need to talk to you guys about that. Where um, is the aquarium? It's in Draper, so it's on like one hundred twenty-sixth ish. So I have this this wall of pictures. The I have the five pictures of the family just over time. The sixth one was supposed to be that pictures we were taking. On, we took some family pictures on the stairs at my parents' place back in like November. They didn't turn out. Like none of them turned out well. So I was thinking that since we're all gonna be at the aquarium, we should get a picture with everyone there. Cool. With the, with the babies. Yeah, I'm down. That'll be fun. The, that sixth one with uh, me and my dad at the Levi yeah. Stadium. Yeah, it's supposed gotcha. to be it's supposed to be a family picture there. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. So, well, that's yeah, cool. That's, that's what we got. That's what I got planned for this week and next week. I got a bunch of. Is the aquarium huge? Yeah. Yeah, it's really big. You've been there, right? Yeah, I've been there. I've been, I've been there once before. They got, have like, you been there? Yeah, I went there when it first opened. It's, I went there it, like the first month. It's kind of like a zoo because they don't have like big animals, but they got like a an uh, aviary mm-hmm. type thing with a bunch of birds. And they and have shit. reptiles, right? They got reptiles and shit there, penguins, and then obviously a bunch of fish. There was a comedian talking about penguins, about how um, you can buy at the zoo, you can buy a, a penguin encounter for like $500. Oh, it's a private penguin encounter for someone who's like super into penguins. Like, like what is a penguin encounter? Like, if I buy this for a friend, I feel like I expect them to fuck the penguin. <laughs> like for 500 bucks, I'm going to encounter a fucking penguin. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Who would yeah, do you that? Could... I remember, remember when the Olympics were here? Yeah. yeah. That was my first time ever petting a tiger. That a tiger at the Olympics? Mm-hmm. Oh. They had uh, tigers and lions and shit just roaming around, and hmm. they had them in these pen in these pins though, like pens, pins, pins, pen. <laughs> pen. <laughs> so it was an open, but it, there was like a gate around it, so it couldn't like jump out. I mean, hmm. it's a cat; it's a wild. I'm sh- pretty sure it could have. But they had every they had you know where you could like touch it, and I was that was when I had. Um, I thought it was going to be a lot more fluffier than. Or I thought it was going to feel a lot more soft than it actually did. It's more like a cat, right? Oh, like it, it is a big cat, but like mm. it's more like a house cat in the the texture, isn't it? No, I feel like it would be like a like bristly almost. No, yeah, it, it does not. the The hair does not feel soft at all. It it's like bristly. It's mm. like it's it's rough. Hmm. I was like, oh, oh, I don't want that no, wasn't fun. Uh, I don't want no can, coat made out of this. <laughs> you can. Um, you can buy an encounter, add it to the party package at the aquarium for fifty bucks. Thought about it. Encounter a fucking penguin. Yeah, well, I don't think the kids would want to fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fifty bucks they probably don't have to. To feel it was worth it, you know, five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so they have like sharks and stuff. Um, smaller sharks, I think. I think they like like a nurse shark probably, or what? No, what's, what's a small one? Do they have any octopus? Yeah, the nurse sharks are. Octopi. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember actually. Octopuses. Octopuses. <laughs> <laughs> Octopus. I love octopus and jellyfish. Jellyfish are my favorite. Do they have I jellyfish? Thought, I thought you didn't like yeah. puss. <laughs> they have jellyfish there? Yeah. You know you can have a jelly aquarium? Really? What do you buy the jellyfish? Um, you can buy them. They import them from somewhere. But yeah, You know I deliver fish all the time? Do you really? Like live fish, yeah. I'll get boxes and there'll be like leaking water. <laughs> and like, Do you have to handle with care? Yeah, it'll be like live fish handled with care. And then the like, it's funny because a lot of times... Where do you deliver them to? Like the pet like some, stores? No, some like residential house. 
it's like the same house every time they get like it says live tropical fish and uh they're usually next day air so that it's pretty obvious that they're like you know there other than that they probably wouldn't get like taken care of at all you know because you know our packages are pretty handled uh handled pretty well i should say can't discriminate i can't self-incriminate <laughs> no no but, but yeah one time i, I delivered it. they're all drop kicking the packages yeah the lady told me one time she's like i have to order like double the fish because half of them are dead when they show up damn saying, well don't fucking ship fish well you have to what else are you gonna do go to the fucking pet store that's not so same i mean tropical fish you can't just go to the pet store and get them especially here i mean they have to import them there too yeah, but it's done safer. But yeah, one time I like fucking the package was like leaking water. Like I, I went and grabbed it and I, I got it off the shelf. And my shelf like had a fuckload of water on it. I was like, well, well, it's probably just some fish in a bag right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> no water in it. That's weird. Yeah. I didn't know they shipped fish like that. Yeah. Hmm. Learn well, some new day. My uh, my throat's starting to hurt. So. Uh. Zach made your throat hurt. <laughs> he did. He made it hurt on my podcast. <laughs> on his podcast. Well. Conversion therapy. Conversion therapy has worked. Yeah. <laughs> Time for a little outro. Time for a little outro. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Corbin, anything from you? Nothing anything, here. Any parting words? What about you, Dakota? Yeah, other than bitches get money. <laughs> other than you're being a puss and your throat hurts. Pay your child support and don't get your tonsils taken out. Disregard females acquire currency. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess uh, on that note, then uh, I guess we'll just wait for the next podcast. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate yeah. it. We're going to do it? Yeah. Let's end the show. <laughs> 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 that was great. <laughs>